You're listening to the news and why it matters on demand. Hey, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Mm-hmm. Um, I just before we start, I just want to make sure Stu, your top story is going to be, in fact, the Dallas Cowboys beating the Philadelphia Eagles. Is yeah, that right? No, top. it wasn't that's really mine, a beating. It was a sure. crushing. It was really crushing. Oh, crushing yeah, that defeat. whole deflected by the, hey, by the Eagles in the last yeah, play yeah, of the yeah. game was really crushing. <laughs> that is your in top overtime. Story? In yeah. overtime. Uh, no, actually, I, uh, I, I. Oh, real Americans don't watch the NFL. They boycott it, like me. So, <laughs> now I, you're boycotting. Oh, there. Suddenly. Oh, yeah. I was there protesting. Uh, <laughs> All right, Glenn. Uh, top story, I think, has to be um, Kevin Hart uh, and the, the, the platforming and Kevin Hart losing the, uh, you know, his Oscar gig uh, and the guy with the Heisman. The guy, the guy with the Heisman, with the Heisman. in depth. Uh, in depth. Won the Heisman in golf. I'll get a little more in depth on that. Won the Heisman in golf, right? Right. Was that the I think what? It was. Is that what you were thinking? Football. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Dang it. Despite uh, Glenn trying to torture me about sports, I will still go with the fact uh, of my top story being Glenn's uh, trip to Walmart. I thought this was a really interesting thing and kind of something different and something positive for once. So I think we should talk about that. Okay. Even though I don't like it very much. <laughs> okay. I don't like you talking about me. Jason. <laughs> um, obviously, Cowboys owning the NFC East is obviously the top story. <laughs> um, but but this, you had to go for another but story. I had to. I was made to go to a, my right. second top story. Um, uh, French President Macron just addressed the nation after a crazy weekend, the fourth straight weekend. So I'll have all the details on that. I mean, I still feel like the Cowboys was more important, but whatever. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot to get into. Before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor, Ridiazone. I know I've said it a hundred times, but the holiday season is upon us. And with that comes extra weight. Um, you know, you've got all these Christmas parties and, oh my gosh, I just said the word Christmas. I'm you're really such sorry. A, you're such a rookie. Weight gain comes during the holidays. Weight gain comes year round. <laughs> you never need stops. to stop looking at Christmas as just one time of year. Okay, <laughs> it's a year long thing. So I mean, you may be of that opinion as well. A weight gain is a year long thing, and maybe it's been it. maybe it's been creeping up on you for a while. Uh, so you really need to try Ridiazone. It's basically they've taken the good molecule in olive oil, put it into a capsule that you take, and it helps boost your metabolism and help you feel full longer. Uh, I I know this from personal experience. I lost a bunch of weight and then I struggled to boost that metabolism. Um, it, it turns out my genes are not very nice to me when it comes to... Right? My genes don't fit me at all. No, I, that's not the kind of genes. <laughs> no, not the kind of... Okay. No. All right. Uh, but so a big help here. I, no. do, I do know the struggle. Um, I, I, can, I swear by it. I take it every day. Uh, try it. See, it, it will work for you. Go to ridiazone.com, save 30% off a three-month supply. It's like $1.39 a day. You can invest that much to lose the weight or maintain. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E, promo code TheBlaze for 30% off. Glenn. I want to talk about the Heisman the, guy. The Heisman thing. The, Heisman the guy, guy with the Heisman. Guy with the Heisman. <laughs> okay. Right? Three yeah, hole-in-ones. Tyler, yeah. Tyler Murray. Kyler. No, Kyler. Murray. Kyler Murray. That's what I said. <laughs> like Kyler three hole-in-ones and one match. It was awesome. Do not mess with me. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the Heisman or not? We, yes. we do. We do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know the history of the Heisman? Uh, I do Do you know not. where it got its name? I do not. Do you? I do. Okay. Don't mess with me. Heisman, if you have kids in the room, you might want to... Uh, Heisman comes from when, uh, named after, uh, when a woman first has sex for the no, first time. No, that's not what it is. Breaks the no, you're, Heisman. No, you're... No. No. 
And it, I think it started because football players back in the day were all pigs, and they would bed the young cheerleaders. No, no, no not, this is not the not story. It. It's not the well, origin story. It makes story. it a lot happier. I wish you go back to the golf. Because uh, I was like, <laughs> I thought he was like running, going, get out of my way. There's a young teenager over there. So that's not it. There that's, isn't that's, a, that's Hyman. The, oh, thank you. Wow. Uh, that's a little right. bit different. Uh, okay. There is a uh, an adult film producer rushing to make this We're script, right. I will say. Right. Um, right. I'm glad we got there. Uh, <laughs> so he was being pressured to uh, be, because he won the Heisman and also, um, I guess when he was 14 years old, mm-hmm. um, called his friends queers, um, <gasps> which is... Uh, he was in junior high. In junior high, 14 years yeah. old. Isn't oh, that accepted? That nerve. Uh, and now it is, right. It's one of the Q's in LGBTQ. Q, no, but back IA then it had a different two. Back. Quilt back. It's the cue from mm-hmm. Quiltback. Yes, I mean, you could use it in a derogatory way, and, and he was. I mean, he, he, it seemed like he was just, it, it was something, uh, it was just a, a slang word he was throwing at his friends, and it, you know, I, it did not seem that there was any record of homophobia or anything like that. Um, uh, and now they wanted, you know, some people wanted to take away the Heisman. I mean, you, you know, uh, this, started, this started with a... <laughs> I could give you another... No, I don't, I don't <laughs> okay. want whatever you have, no, I don't want to hear it. This started with a, uh, with a reporter from USA Today. <laughs> What the hell are you doing? What a good investigation. Right? I mean, if if you brought me that story and I'm with USA Today, I'm an editor, I'm like, get the hell out of my office. (laughs) You don't have anything else better to do with your time? You want to break the story of what he did when he was in junior high? I mean, uh, this is the world, right? I mean, they probably thought they had a real big one there. And, you know, people are talking about it. Uh, Yeah, right. I would reject it, too, but somebody would print it and it would be out there. and, And I'm sure USA Today said, well, if we have it, we should go with it. Um, I, you know, this is, it's, it's such a weird thing we're in the middle of now because it's not, it's not what you, who you are or, or what you've done. It's, it's just a, an attempt to find that thing to leverage against someone. Get yourself into the story, right? Like, write yourself into the story. I discovered this tweet from him when he was 14 years old. And the Kevin Hart thing I thought was really an interesting example of this, too. Because, you know, in, in many ways, the left should look at the Kevin Hart story as a success Right. Kevin Hart was making jokes that they think are distasteful in 2009, 2010 about gays. And he was making fun of them. And he said at one point he didn't want his son to turn out to be gay. Um, And, you know, like that's a controversial thing to say. Wait. Mm -hmm. Could we not agree that when did this come out? Five years ago, six years ago? Yeah, 2010. I've said forever. I. I don't think it's a choice with most people. This is, you know, back 20 years ago. I don't think it's a choice because who would choose to be ostracized? Right. And you wouldn't want that for your child. You wouldn't want that for you or right. anybody else. Right. You wouldn't want that. So why would you choose to be, hey, I'm the oddball that has to live my life in the closet? Nobody would want that. Yeah. So when he said that, how is that in context of then, how is that bad? Right. Yeah, I mean, I you know he I don't know if he meant it exactly that same way, um, okay. you know. But, but the point though is, let's just say for argument's sake, Kevin Hart was homophobic in 2010. Let's say he really was. Let's say that was just the nicest thing he said behind his closed doors. He was bashing gays like crazy. He was the worst guy in the world. Well, now and in the years past before this incident, he said some of those things he said were were wrong, and I was off base, and and I, you know I love everybody. And his statement came out, and he's like, I'm. I'm you know, I'm, uh, I, I support everyone's right to do whatever they want and blah, 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 blah. What's the point of the LGBTQQIA2 plus movement? What's the point? Like, 
in theory, right, the point is to take someone like Kevin Hart, who you're saying was homophobic, and over time convince them, you know what, maybe gay people aren't bad. Maybe they're nice. Maybe you should care about them just as much as you care about everybody else. And I don't think that Kevin Hart was actually this way um, back in those days even. But let's say he was. You've converted him. You've won someone over to your side of the equation. And his, his price for that is for you to destroy his career. He's come the way you wanted him to come. All the things that you said, all the arguments you've made, all the things that have come out in the media and all the, uh, you know, the back and forth over this issue for all this time, at very least has theoretically won over Kevin Hart. And for that, you're going to punish him for coming to your side. It makes but no sense. But in a way, doesn't this kind of make sense with the uh, movement that we talk about in the, in the book? In, in, in my book, we talk about postmodernism. Mm-hmm. destruction it's yeah. all that's all it is destruction when you know i told my son who wants to be a comedian hey here with kevin hart what happened to kevin hart what he loves kevin hart what what happened to kevin hart told him you're kidding wait what yeah. i mean it's just it just demoralizes everybody and it teaches you you better not say anything, and we can change this at any time, and we'll destroy you. And that's what I think is the key to what you're saying, Stu, is that it's not so much that they want to, uh, to teach people how to think. It's that they want to teach them. Not y- to Yeah, think. you better not make one move, or we will ruin your life if you go against what we're and, saying. And, uh, and look at the Hollywood celebrities, because you know, we were talking about this today. Uh, who is it uh, that was, was it Chelsea Handler that was... This is a thousand times worse yeah. than this. I think Chelsea you're thinking of the, yeah. Sarah Silverman? And Amy Schumer. There was one, was Amy Schumer. Yeah. I believe Chelsea Handler was in there as well. Nick Cannon did this. Uh, if you hear some of the tweets we have, uh, uh, Nick Cannon, who's another comedian, who's getting Kevin Hart's back here a little bit. He's interesting. I wonder if there was any backlash here. Chelsea Handler tweeting, this is what a uh, slang word for gays, a bird likes when he flexes, and it's a uh, picture. Do you know when that was? Um, I don't. Look at this. It, uh, no, it doesn't say. No. Doesn't say. So we're still going to hate you this way, and the new Bachelorette is a. Is it F- I, right, slang word for uh, a gay? This again. one, I love Wreck It Ralph. Okay, so it might have been the first one, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, next one, and this is Nick Cannon's kind of commentary on this. Uh, I'm just saying, should we keep going? Enjoy Skyfall. You know, again, she uses the F word. I, I, there's, he's just searching for this word. I'm about to get knee deep in Highland Hunt, which is a. I mean, this is Amy Schumer, though, and this is what Amy Schumer does. We were talking about this earlier. Uh, this is a very, this is the most controversial thing I'll ever say on this network. But early Amy Schumer stand-up is actually brilliant. I don't believe it. She is, she was incredibly talented, and she came up in a much more. She came up like through the Opie and Anthony world. She was not some liberal activist. She came up questioning uh, PC and like she was beating back all of those like you know she was making fun and mocking that culture forever and she's just turned into Chuck Schumer's relative uh, over the years. It's hard to stand it, alone. It is. It is. But sure, the stuff she did on that on those early uh, I mean you go back and listen to some of the stuff she did early on it's a thousand times more offensive than anything anyone has gotten in trouble with. I'm talking racist leaning stuff uh, you know bashing people of different sexualities she wasn't doing it because she hated people people she was doing it because she was mocking that world but still it was way more offensive than some of the stuff that people have been to platform for today and she's not going to face anything because she's on the right side of it and you she's make- one of their she's one of their activist leaders right yeah, now she's, too yeah, that, she's that's one of, the one of the main things you know the, the thing with kyler murray was 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 a lot was a lot worse to me uh, on that i mean i can almost see the oh. 
I mean, with the with the Kevin Hart thing, I could see like Glad or somebody saying, "Hey, that's who did." You said these yeah. things. You know, do, do you feel differently mm-hmm. about it? I would have no issue if that's the way they approached it. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I was a kid. You know, I was a lot younger then and yeah. dumber and yeah. whatever." I don't care if Done, it was case last closed. year, as mm-hmm. long as you aren't doing it in the. You know, you haven't done it since, and you and 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 you say, "Look, I was dumb and stupid. I just did, you know." And I, I not, I don't do that. Check the record. I haven't done that forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things have changed. Good. Celebrate, yeah. like Stu says. Celebrate. Yeah. Well, at least Glad would have like a dog in the fight there. This USA TV thing. There's no dog in that fight. None. And this is the, all. This is is like virtue signaling now is currency. And it's like everyone's trying to like gather up as much currency as they can to buy virtue cookies or whatever. And what are we doing with all say, that currency in the end? Burning it. Yeah. They're burning all that currency. Yeah, because you're right. There's not even a real target with Kyler Murray. Just no like dog a, in that fight. A normal good guy. He was just trying to say, like, look at me, look at me, look how great I am, look how virtuous I am. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, you met, brought up a great example, I thought, uh, on the TV show of, of Roseanne. Like, Roseanne, you bring, you've brought this up before, but Roseanne what, said she wanted to uh, hang all bankers, execute them publicly because of how if they made over $100,000. And she was serious. It was a serious point. Um, and then later on, when she's a Trump fan, she makes some stupid joke, and it's kind of like, you know, it's seemingly racist, and she says she doesn't know, she didn't know Valerie Jarrett was black or whatever, but the bottom line is she gets in trouble, gets, her, gets thrown off her show. When she made the first comment in 2009, she was in the middle of a presidential campaign. She was in the middle of running for president. She ran for the Peace and Freedom Party and the Green Party for president of the United States. This is someone who wanted actual control to implement such policies. And now she's just this, you know, joke of a, of a woman. But because she's on the other side and she no longer has the friends she had back then, when she, no longer was it understandable. Of course, you want to kill all bankers. That seems rational. So they didn't bother with it back then. Here she is now back in the public eye and she loses her gig because of it because she's changed sides. You have to be on the right side. Uh, and that's that I think falls in that same postmodernism thing. It's not about what you're saying. It's about, you know, who you support, who your friends are. And, you know, it just it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't, I don't understand I go the, one the, more, the thirst for this stuff. One more step, because Gavin McGinnis is in the news this week, uh, this weekend because of of the Blaze TV uh, on YouTube and YouTube. Um, I, I I just have to say we, we freedom of speech is hard and it's messy it's really hard and messy, and it's going to be. It's not a quick. Anything that you don't have to think about. Well, I can't believe that I stand up for his uh, freedom of speech. Then you you have then then it's really not a real case for freedom of speech. With freedom of speech, there is this line, and it's this line of disgust, and you cross a line of disgust. And then you're then it gets hard. Then you're like, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to be anywhere around that. But do I condemn it? I can condemn it and say, it's not for me. But do I condemn it and shut people down and deplatform them? No. If you're a business like ABC, you can, if you think that's the wise thing to do. But Twitter can't. That's a platform. That's not a publisher. That's a platform. What's crazy is that used to be the left stance. I know. That used to, what's that real famous liberal writer that did the American president and... All those others, like House of Cards, I think, and a couple of other shows. But there was, or the West Wing, I'm sorry. Um, but there was a speech in there at the end. That's right, that's right. But at the end where the president was saying, you know, if you want free speech, America's advanced citizenship. It's hard. He goes, you have to be able to stand in front of somebody advocating at the top of their lungs. That's what you, that which you would spend a lifetime opposing. And I was, that, that hit me back in the day. But that's not how they feel nowadays. Yeah. That used to be their stance. Not anymore. All right, back in a minute. Oh, nice stance. I don't know if it was ever their stance, really. I mean, but, you know, 
I mean, at least they, they said it. Before we get into much more, I want to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. Uh, I know, Jason, you will be talking about what's going on in France, but um, it's a really good uh, example of you never know what can happen in your country with your government. People always talk about natural disasters, but you never know what can happen, what can happen with the government that you're going to need some sort of even, emergency food supply. Or even just imagine going to the store. You're in France. I was about to say, downtown France completely shut down for like two days. Yeah. No I food, mean, nothing. You're not, you're not getting anything. And I don't think we're that far. You think we're that far away from that? We're one massive event from something like that in our streets. Oh, yeah. yeah. A couple years off, if that. If that. Right. If that. Um, so I am, I, you're not a prepper, are you still? Definitely not. 100% Nobody. not a prepper. But I do have my patriots. Right. But that's what I was going to say. I'm one of the only people maybe at this table who is not a prepper. I still believe in having a couple weeks of emergency food supply. You have to. Yeah, I mean, the thing I like about my Patriot Supply is they made it easy. You know, because I used to, yeah. we used to talk about with, with Pat Gray. And Pat Gray is like prepper even like to past Glenn's levels. I mean, going back in history, like he started that. Is he really? Oh, God. Pat's no, a, he's not past me now. Now. Well, he, now you're. He, he, was, yeah. he was like a pioneer prepper. Okay. He had the wheat and the, you oh, know, yeah. soy. And, and wow. like, what are you going to do with life? that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's been doing it his whole life. His whole life. Um, wow. And, you know, uh, but I'm the exact opposite. Like, right. I, you know, we, he used to make fun of me that I had like two packets of soy sauce. If the, if the calamity came, that's all I would have is those two packets of soy sauce. We'd find him Chinese dead food. in his kitchen sucking on the soy sauce. <laughs> but that's what I mean. You do this one time with yep. my Patriot Supply, they take care of you. I mean, two weeks of food is going to knock out 99% of yep. disasters. Yep. So, I mean, you're, you're in a good spot right with that. Yeah, you can get uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for $75. Two weeks worth for $75. That's a bargain. Go to preparewithnews.com. That is preparewithnews.com. Dot com Get you your uh, two weeks of emergency food supply. All right, Stu. Yeah, I mean, I'm coming off a of vacation, um, and um, despite uh, last night's football nastiness, um, it was a very nice, relaxing thing. Lots of uh, stuff with uh, with the kids. And, you know, you get a little separation from the day's uh, news events. And I really liked what Glenn was talking about um, with this whole thing with Walmart. You know, uh, he, if you don't know, Glenn went, uh, I, I, kind of Tyler Perry did this first. Yeah, let's talk about Tyler Perry. Yeah. Tyler Perry went out on Friday, and he... Uh, went to a Walmart and said, how much to take everything out of layaway? Um, and uh, he did it in one store, and then he did another. He spent, I think, $470,000 mm. um, and took everybody out. Uh, and I saw that and, and went to my wife Saturday morning and said, are you willing to do that? And she said, Yeah. And we went and talked to the kids, and we were not going to have a lot for Christmas if we do this. And everybody in the family was in. Um, and so we went, and I thought I was just, because we called, it took them like two hours to total everything. Wow. And I thought I was just going to pay one lump sum. Uh, and, you know, the American police helicopter, American Express police <laughs> helicopter would come down. Uh, and, um, uh, but I couldn't. You had to do it one at a time. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so it took over two hours to do but it was such a blessing to do it that way because people were coming in and trying to pay off. One woman was trying to get out of her. She, she came to the counter with $10 and she said, I need to cancel my layaway. Mm. Uh, she didn't have it. And it was, I think she had, it was not a lot of money. It was under $100. And um, turns out she is a grandmother. Um, this is her first grandbaby that was born this year. When they brought out, because they said to her, no, a good Samaritan um, had, had just paid for your thing. 
um, she just burst out into tears. And they went back and got it for her. And it was, it was literally two blankets and just one little thing for, like, the crib. And she couldn't afford it. Yeah. And um, uh, she uh, met me because she had been standing in the back wondering why this line's not moving and this one is. And she figured it out. Um, and uh, she turned to me and she said, it's you, isn't it? Mm. And I said, uh, Merry Christmas. And uh, she came over and she was not the only one, just hung on my neck and sobbed. And she said, I have laid awake for two days trying to figure out how I could afford this gift for my grandchild. And these people are, these are the people, they're not asking for handouts. These people are working. The first woman who was there and, and did it, she just burst out into tears. She's a mother of four. She's probably 35. Her husband left her this year. She just lost her home. She had to get these gifts so the kids could have something. They weren't a big deal. Um, and she was coming. She had like $90 left. She had to pay it off. And when she found out that it was paid off, she just fell apart. And she, she said, unbelievable, I now can afford food so we can have a Christmas meal as well. Mm. I mean, it's, it's incredible. And today is the last day for the Walmart layaway. But go, call them. You just say, I want to be a good Samaritan. You don't have to do, obviously, all of it. Just do one. Just say, I got $25. Can you put it towards somebody? And they'll, they'll put it towards somebody. And you won't believe what a very small amount of money uh, does and how people react. Well, and Walmart isn't the only one that has layaway, too. So it's right. the last day today for Walmart, but I'm sure that there are other stores out there. Right. Um, I heard you on radio talking to a gentleman who, I guess, Palms, yeah, owns pawn, a, pawn, pawn a pawn shop yeah. and said, and I had no idea as well that they have layaway at pawn stores as well. Mm. So I mean, if you think about someone who's already going to a pawn store who has to do layaway, I mean, those are people who are in need, too. So I was on the Navajo. <laughs> you were with me on the Navajo range. Remember when we bought that old blanket? Yeah. I, I felt so guilty about this blanket now because I found out afterwards that on the Indian um, uh, nations, th they look at pawn stores differently. That, that is their source of revenue during the winter months. And so we were up, and we went during the winter month, and we were doing some project up there and uh, on the way out we start, stopped at the pawn shop bought this beautiful Navajo rug this old old Navajo rug and um, I brought it home and I was so excited and then somebody said you know that's how they get money they put it in hawk uh, during the winter so they can feed and then during the summer they um, they make their money so they can eat, and they take everything back out of hawk. And I was like, oh my gosh, I I hope I don't have some you know somebody's great grandmother's. <laughs> That's not how it works, though, right? I mean, it's, it's 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 they're not buying stuff. You buy the stuff that after it's no at the Navajo right? at Navajo you you do you mm. can. I don't know. Uh, it's a weird it's a weird thing. They they don't. They don't use banks. They use pawn stores. There's something charming about layaway, though, to me. Yeah. Like, because, you know... It existed I, still. I know. I, my parents used it all the time when I was a kid. I remember going to the layaway desk all the time. For every Christmas, there was always... We were always at that layaway section. My grandmother as well. But it's like, it, it's different. Like, now I feel like it's credit, right? Like, you go and you buy it on your credit card, and you have it now... Mm -hmm. 
Um, you don't have to pay for it now, but you have it now. You have no credit. Right, I know, but I mean, I think yeah. like, there's, like there's something charming about like, you actually pay for the thing before you have it. I love, I think it's, I, you know. I just loved it. I just loved it. And, and you really reconnect. I mean, we were all behind the counter, the, the four ladies who were helping me and my whole family, we were just crying the whole time because we were remembering, I wrote the book Christmas Sweater. I bet that's the way my mom bought that sweater. Um, uh, you know, I remember when Mary was nine, you remember this, the Christmas, I had nothing, nothing, couldn't afford anything. I mean, it just brings you back to a time and it humbles you. Yeah. So great. We, we, All right, no, sorry. Again, for yeah, the second go. time. Zip it. Me off. Zip it, butt roll, back in a minute. <laughs> gotta speak up faster. <laughs> If you have not yet gone to the new website, uh, Blaze TV, you are missing out. Check it out. We have got a huge lineup with amazing people, and you can save $20 off right now by using the code BECKCHRISTMAS. That is Blaze TV. Uh, and stay tuned for those of you who are already on. We're in overtime next. Wait, I just want to say one more thing. No. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Jason, I guess we'll let you speak now. <laughs> on, the, on the last topic? Or? Oh, no. there it went. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, if you have something to add really quickly on the last topic, you can. Yeah, I, d- I did actually, because um, it, it reminded me of a de Tocqueville quote, not the one that didn't happen, the democ- America's good because it's great, which he never said. But, um, uh, but he did say things along that kind of like were on that subject. And he kind of p- pointed out how things like that, that I don't know, it seems like we're kind of missing that nowadays. I don't hear about it as much. I still think it goes on. We just don't hear about it. But it was widely talked about during the Tocqueville's time. And he's pointed out that the American system shouldn't work. It, it really shouldn't. It should be anarchy. There, there's, not enough, like, there's not enough of a welfare system to keep all these people happy. But for some reason, they're happy. And it's because we had church, we had our God, and because people helped each other. We were charitable. We did things like what Tyler uh, Perry and Glenn did all the time. That's, that's, that's what filled the void when government wasn't there to we you know, forgot fill that in. We how good it feels. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that was, my kids and I, we will never, ever forget that. It, it was just one of the... One of the coolest things I've ever, I've ever even seen. The women behind the camera, the counter were like, we should have set up camera. This should be on TV because it was so cool. And I asked them, I said, would you just, just for my record, would you just write down what happens in the next two days? Just tell me. I don't want to know names or anything. Just tell me what people did because it, it was so great. I really wish the media would highlight stories like that more to show that we do care about each other. Yeah, um, but, did churches, see, but did you see what Trump tweeted? Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. That's so much more they, important. They did at least cover it with Tyler Perry. I don't know if they're ever going to cover it with you. No. <laughs> but they did they do it for the coverage. I, I, I know, the only I reason why I'm talking about it, my sister is so mad at me. My oldest sister, she is like, she won't even talk to me. Why? Because I said something about it. About? Like, about doing it. She, about going to Walmart and paying off people's layaway. Yeah. And she's like, like you do that in silence. And I said, honey, Tyler Perry, because he said it, he inspired me to do the same. 
And if I can inspire someone else just to just to go do, we had a guy call in today, said, I just did $38. It was the coolest experience. I saw tweets. Yeah. People were yeah. tweeting in, $100. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just so cool. And, you know, it's, it's why are you saying it? I said it so, so I could show people, do this. Yeah. It's like do a water this. bucket challenge. Yeah. I mean, so it really is. And I mean, you know what? The people behind the counter... They were calling friends and going, this is the coolest thing. This is the coolest thing. You're yeah, spreading it around. Right. Yeah. And uh, if I may give a little tip to the audience, um, you know, you're never probably going to have a story like Tyler Perry. I mean, I have $470,000 laying around or, or, or Glenn, where you're going to be able to buy out um, a whole store. Um, but if you're smart, you can do it because what you need to do is wait until the Tyler Perry thing breaks, then go do it at the same Walmart because there'll only be like two or three people <laughs> that have come in afterwards and you can play the whole store off for like $100, and you'll be able to tell everyone, I paid everyone's layaway at an entire Walmart. You just got to do it right after Tyler Perry leaves. I thought it was really really interesting and a good lesson to teach. I could not just go in and pay the total. Okay, I don't know if Tyler did. I doubt it. It the, the, The system would not let me do it. It made me do it individually. Did you get annoyed at first? No. I mean, I was planning on going somewhere else. We were on our way to a I'm Christmas stuck. party, and I did go, oh, you know what, honey, you can go. I'll wait here and do this. <laughs> so it actually worked in my favor. But uh, I just thought it was interesting because it is about the individual. Yeah. It's, it's not about the collective. It's about the individual. And I loved that I couldn't pay just one big lump sum. And, and it's also amazing for my final, my final thought on this. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are people, there are groups, organizations that do this every single day. And it never gets the coverage because they never toot their own horn. But they also get called judgmental and they get called Bible beaters and stuff like that. Churches, you'll be, if you're not faithful, and I, I, I think that a lot of our, our uh, audience is, but if you're not faithful, I want to challenge you this Christmas. Go to a church. You don't have to go you know, you know, dunk in the waters and get baptized, whatever. Just say you want to help out. I guarantee you, Glenn's Church is one of the most charitable organizations on the face of the planet. Uh, Stu and I go to the same church. They do tons of stuff all the time. Um, it's un- completely unsung, but they're out there, not only in this country, but all over the world, I doing this we stuff were, day in and day out. I know we were not the only church, you know, in our area. This start, my day started at 9 o'clock at Walmart. Before this, because we go as a church, a group of us, we all go, and we just spend our money buying toys for a, uh, uh, a shelter for battered women. And they bring their kids to this little toy store that we, we set up for them every year. And it is the best thing we do as a church. Every year, it's the best thing of the year. We love it. There's, you know, you could say, hey, we're going to go do this, we're going to do that, and you know, half show up. Everybody shows up at this. Everybody does because you're. It's just, it's 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 a good kind of sickness. That's awesome. Well, I hope it inspires uh, those of you out there who are maybe have a little bit extra to spend, not not knowing what to spend it on. Pass it on. All right, Jason, will you finally please get to your top story? Stop What's going on tactics. in France? Jeez. Oh, yes, Seriously. back to France. Oh, that, is, that topic see, seems so much more important. You talked so much that you forgot what your own top story was. We're going to talk about charity. That's more important. Um, so, yeah, a, a, a country that's not good at charity right. and relies solely on the, on, on, the, uh, on the welfare state. And this is what's happened. This is one of the reasons why. Um, yeah, so France, I told you on Friday, remember we said here, uh, to, if you want to see an action movie, don't even go to the theater. Just turn on YouTube Live and watch what's going down in, in France. 
and it didn't disappoint. It was crazy. It looked like, uh, you know, right when the Syrian civil war kicked off and the protests were out in the, in the streets, that, that's pretty much how bad it was. It was the closest thing you could get to, I think one of their leaders said, this is the closest thing you can get to the French Revolution without having the revolution. Over 130,000 protesters, um, thousands hurt, including, I think, up around 30 or 40 police officers. But th- this is just, this is, it, it's now getting like people don't care anymore because this is the same thing. It's been going on for a solid month right now. That was the fourth one. It's incredible. Um, so uh, Emmanuel Macron, uh, he's supposed to say Macron? Emmanuel Macron. He, uh, Mr. Macaroon, huh? <laughs> I always said Macron. <laughs> Everyone's saying it so ethnically perfect now. Anyway, but um, so he adjusted, uh, addressed the nation just to like a couple hours ago, really. And uh, he said that he actually took some responsibility for it. He said, like, I've made some mistakes. Um, you know, I haven't represented you uh, as I should have. Um, he did say that uh, the protesters will not be tolerated and they will be shown no mercy, which is probably something he might regret. In the next six well, days. Remember, or so. merci over there. Is thank you. Oh, that's so, right. No thank you. That's right. Well, no, thank, thank you. you. Good point. <laughs> um, but his, his it would have been great if he would have been saying <laughs> these things while eating cake. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a lot of their problems are economic. So keep that like that's the underlying issue. Like started with economics, then the migrant crisis really sparked it off. You could, you, Glenn, you might say these problems cascaded. From the really? uh, from the Middle East, mm. from the they, Middle they East, cascaded. Hmm. they would cascade. Yeah, they cascade. Like, like there were there any guidelines, any books that people could have read about this uh, thing happening? No, Surely nothing not. crazy like <laughs> the coming insurrection. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> about be, the riots that are coming and the insurrection that's coming <laughs> in, in France. France. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so, uh, but so keep that in mind when you listen about the, to hear about the speech. Is a lot of these underlying problems are economic, and there a lot of people in the rural areas have been getting slammed. Um, they think they're getting screwed, which uh, many times they are. And um, so they, ha- they had enough. Well, this was M- Macron's uh, kind of, I don't know, uh, penance for this, was he said, A, they're going to raise the minimum wage, which I'm not sh- exactly sure how they're planning on pulling that off. Of course, typical progressive um, solution. Uh, t- t- exactly. Um, raise the minimum wage, force companies to pay a yearly bonus, mm. which may start, I guess, this end oh. of this month, I think. Finally, somebody has said it. Hey, is that even possible? Like, do you know, Stu, I don't know how France's system works, but can they force companies into that? Uh, they force companies to do all kinds of stuff yeah. in France. It's insane. But like, and, and there were some other things too, like, you know, messing around with the taxes and who gets taxed. And one of the most th- big things though is, uh, another big thing was, um, not putting the tax, the I guess the wealth tax that a lot of the communists and socialists wanted. This was like a seventy-three or seventy-nine percent tax on people who have over a million dollars. Yeah, I, I think it's too little, too late. Yeah, yeah. A couple quick hits on this. First of all, uh, you know, I love the. I mean, this is obviously really bad. It's really destroying a country, but it's a great lesson to be learned for. People who are trying, you're about to see a couple dozen of them come out and tell you how important uh, global warming is and how it's the main issue that we have to fight. You see Tom Steyer, a billionaire, be doing it. Bloomberg wants to make it this his big issue. This is a country where, not like us, where it's like 30% believe in catastrophic man-made global warming. Over there, it's like 80%. Mm-hmm. And even there, 
a, a gas tax is causing a month of countrywide riots. So think about that. They believe they're going to die yeah, in the yeah. next five to ten years because of global warming, but the economic hit is so bad, yeah. they're ripping up the street and throwing it at police officers. This is this. what these global warming policies will get you, is this. And any politician who wants to try to implement them should look at France as an example. We have far more support for these policies, and still this stuff is going on. The other thing is, do we have that picture of the protesters from a second ago? Did you see this? Um, you know, The groups that are doing this, it started with a bunch of shockingly enough, Facebook groups where they were spreading this message around. They're called the Yellow Jackets, isn't yellow it? Vests. Yellow Vests. Yellow um, uh, Vests. The reason why the Yellow Vests are there, like you kind of think, like, why? Why are they having all this? Because they have to go and buy all these Yellow Vests to show? No. Every French citizen is required to have one of them in their car at all times. It's a, Talking about forcing people forcing, to do stuff. Yeah. They all had to have this. So now they're just making use of what the government has told them to do to fight against a new government policy to go out in the streets and wreck the entire place. I love the fact. I love the fact that they're using... They're, show, they're using something that the government has forced them to do. Mm-hmm. Just make like the, the tax. Yeah, you know? make the point. I, stop it. Why I'm not sure they are making that point. No, I, I, it's become, you know, the, there's a big story about these groups. I'm sure, Jason, you're probably watching this stuff closely. But, you know, it started spreading a lot of the same types of stuff that happened in sort of the conspiracy realms here, where some of it was based on real things, like the tax is a bad thing. But then it also went into, well, they're vaccinating us too much. And, like, it went into, like, all the other kind of associated sort of things that people get fired up about online. And, uh, you know, they talked about how these protests now are, yes, it was inspired by the gas tax, and that's kind of the main headline issue. But the real reality is it's whatever will get people out to protest. So chaos, postmodernism, mm-hmm. like all the things you've been talking about, they're just latching onto whatever thing is getting people upset and angry and will go out and break things up. That's fine. That's what the cause is today. So can I give you the history lesson from um, Hungary, 1950s? Remember I'm hungry that? for Turkey. <laughs> Two, two different countries. Well, you know, <laughs> That's why we'll talk. I like that shirt a lot. <laughs> I'm hungry for Turkey. <laughs> anyway. Too much, too much Greece. Okay. Anyway, um, so uh, it, it's, it's in, in the 1950s, it was bottom up, top down, inside out. And what they did, the communists sent in a bunch of people to start rioting. They had people positioned in the government. They had tanks right on the border. And Hungary was not part of this Soviet Union. They did not want to be a part of it. They had riots like this in the streets, bottom up, top, with, with the help of those who are inside the government, said, you know what, we can squash this. We need a big boot. They started squashing it. Oh, oh, you know what, we need some help. We're going to take the help from the Russians. Tanks roll in. They're communist overnight. These are useful idiots, as well. There are probably some really good people who are really upset about this and are really hurting, but they are also being used by other forces and being cobbled together. The, the only revolution that has ever started uh, and ended with the same group of people is the American Revolution. This will be more like the Arab Spring. It will start with these people, but they are not going to people, be the people in the end that control the country. Uh, really quickly, Stu, I'm so curious. Why are they required in France to have yellow jack, yellow vests in their cars? I think it's just like for like if you get it, Safety. if your car, yeah, yeah if your car gets pulled or you break breaks down, down, you have to wear have something to identify yourself. And it's okay. like I don't know, but this is France. Like protesting is like their national pastime. It might be sure. just so they can protest yeah. safely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, you should have had some of those. 
The Eagles, Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> oh, oh, there was a lot of flags uh, being thrown on the field improperly. And a lot of yellow things hitting the turf, taking away touchdowns from the Eagles and stealing the fumbles they recovered. Oh, I can see. That, that was, was happening. That was Texans don't lie. <laughs> Stu, yes. uh, you were gone Yes. Uh, all last week. I was. Thank and you for noticing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was told. Okay. I forgot. Right. Uh, and H.W. Bush's funeral. Oh, yes. Um, Happened. You didn't get a chance to to talk about it. But did you watch it while you were gone? I did not. Um, I don't really like, I've said this before, I don't like it for any any American figure like this. I don't like the reference. It's too weird for me. This giant funeral thing, it was a really nice moment. And I really, you know, I get it. I don't like the way that we treat, I said the same thing with McCain. I just don't like that. It feels like it's, it feels foreign to me. It's terrible Um, to honor uh, someone who served our country. You know, with that sort of. I know what you're saying, like more like a monarchy type thing. Yeah, I mean, like you look at the, I I just, I understand the state funerals. I mean, I know I'm in the minority on this and that was not the point I wanted to make. But I mean, I I, I don't, I just feel like it's a little weird because we're we're citizen leadership, right? I mean, and it's not like, you know, you know, Lenin will be sitting in, you know, like (laughs) everyone will visit his corpse for like 12 years. You know, it's like, it has a little bit of a a strange... I've been there. It's weird. It's weird. Harry Truman, Truman, man, he went home. You never really heard from Harry Truman again. Yeah. He went home. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Ronald Reagan, he went home. um, But this is not the point I wanted to make. Just quickly, uh, the one I did was... Watching that coverage, at least I was not in here watching it every day. I was kind of just absorbing it like a person just doing living their life and occasionally checking in. Mm-hmm. And to me, the the coverage of Bush as, as he passed was overwhelmingly, almost impossibly positive. Yes. And as I'm watching this, I know 100% of the reason for that is they just want to contrast him with Trump. Yes. They just want to say he was a good guy. Republicans used to be okay. And now, now of course, when he was president, they didn't say that at all. He was the worst guy in the universe. But like, it made me think, like, here's at least one positive thing that has come out of the ridiculous way the media treats politics these days. Like, they hate Donald Trump so much, they actually gave George H.W. Bush a really nice send-off. Imagine and, what and they I, would say I, about Ronald Reagan. If Ronald Reagan oh was God. still alive and he died, oh. imagine that he would be a the great, he'd be the great communicator, the yeah. great spokesperson. Yeah, um, but that's the thing. I mean, because they wanted to, they do this every single time. I remember when Bush was the worst person on earth, and then Giuliani started running. And Giuliani's even worse than Bush. And yeah, then Romney. they went to it with Romney. They're like Romney, this guy's well, he's a hater. He was, he was, he was giving people haircuts and leaving dogs <laughs> on his roof or whatever the heck they went to. And it's like you just realize that this is just the pattern. Any Republican that comes, you know, Trump is the worst now. But you know what? The next Republican that runs, be worse than Trump. They're going to well, say they worse than Trump. They already yeah. said. Pence is worse. Yeah, that's right. Pence is worse. And they'll say the same thing and they'll treat Pence worse than they treated Trump. I mean, it's so ridiculous. But it was nice to see, you know, them actually look at George H.W. Bush in reality. He was he was he had an incredible life. An inc- he was an American hero. He did so many great things. Yeah, his presidency, I mean, it was not my favorite president of my lifetime. Um, but, you know, they really I thought he really got the send off he deserved uh, for his life in total. And it was totally negatively motivated by the media. But I was glad to see it anyway. <laughs> George W. Bush. I think is if we still are around, uh, he's gonna. It'll it'll be. You watch. People will say great things about him. I think. I think unless it's a Democratic president, if there's a Democratic president when he dies, I think you get a worse send off from the media because they can't. They can say, "Oh, this guy." I'm glad we have the new guy because that guy was bad. With they have to make the current Republican look as bad as possible, so they say, "Oh, this guy's much worse." Remember the good old days when we had people like that. It's funny. I think they'll do the same thing for George W. Bush, despite the fact they called him a terrorist every day on television. But they're they're already like noticing the guy has character and like you know like Mm -hmm. he's actually a good guy. Like they're pointing out how he plays around with Michelle Obama and how they mysteriously get along. It's because he's a really good guy. Mysteriously, I know. It's like what? Oh. 
Come so on. shocking. Yeah, I know. It's, He's a so nice stupid. man. Yeah. He came yeah, from good a guy. nice family. Yeah, I always... I always said whenever uh, he was president that I just really wanted him to be my grandpa. <laughs> he just seems like he'd be the coolest grandpa ever. Yeah, how, how is Vice getting like 16 gazillion Golden Globes? What? Are they really? It's a oh. completely fictitious movie that they're like basing off oh, of saying Vice. it's a true story. Like, what? Uh, you got to be kidding me. Well, it's against Bush right now. Right. So how many years has it been? And they're still, this is just, yeah. irks me. It's amazing. Uh, remember, you can tweet us good your questions. Is, good news is they're going out of business. Oh, no, no, Vice is different than Vice the movie. I got, that's what I was confused. Vice the network, you're saying. Vice oh, yeah. the movie is oh, okay. what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I got confused, too. Tweet us your questions and comments using the hashtag TheBlazeY. That's W-H-Y for podcast listeners. Uh, so you today... podcast listeners are dumb? They don't know how to spell Y? <laughs> Why are you saying that? That's so mean. I mean, it's not the blaze and then the letter Y. Oh, okay. That would be... Her. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be the blazy. The blazy, right. You would just say the blazy. <laughs> Okay, the UN. Got back from vacation. No, the UN rejected a United States resolution to condemn the activities of Hamas. Uh, Toby commented on that. He said, uh, "Glenn, can you help me put an end to my donation schedule to the UN?" Oh, uh, if Viewers you want to come, if you want to come with a saw, uh, come to New York with me. We'll meet up in New York and we'll just start sawing around the UN. <laughs> And then we'll just push, push it. out to see. Gentle push. <laughs> and then today's poll question. Uh, so I guess Kavanaugh and Roberts joined the liberal judges on yeah. SCOTUS who refused yeah. to hear the Planned Bad Parenthood sign. funding appeal. And so the poll question is in regards to that. Are you surprised by Kavanaugh and Roberts joining the SCOTUS liberals to refuse to hear Shouldn't it? Be. How many times do we say it? He was not on the list. He was not on the list that got Trump elected. There's 20 people still on the list that are not Supreme Court justices, and they added Kavanaugh after the fact. Why did they do that? And we, and we said at the time that uh, no Roberts is going to go left, mm -hmm. and Kavanaugh will go right with him. I hope yeah. this isn't going to happen. If they blow this opportunity, I mean, it's, it's horrific. It's horrific for millions of lives. Yeah. I mean, it really is. Did, you, did you read Thomas's opinion? Uh, I read parts of it, and as usual, he's awesome. Yeah, um, but it was really yeah, good. yeah, he's. I mean, why? He's one of the only people that I want to meet. I want to meet Clint Eastwood. Never going to happen. And I want to meet Clarence Thomas. Never going to happen. Although she definitely, you've met Clarence Thomas's wife. Yeah. You've had her on the show many times. No, I know she's her. Great. She's great. I'm not going to ask her. I'm not going to like. Hey, can I meet her? <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. You should. Oh. Why? Because you want to be that person. I don't want to be that person. I just put it in my bucket list. One of these days, he'll be walking down the street. I'll be walking down the street. And I'm like, Clarence! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let us know uh, what you think on Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Let us know, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. 35 more things to talk about. Dallas Cowboys, NFC no. champs. Yeah. Can I just want to say one more thing? No! Yeah. No! The answer is no! Like what you're hearing? Become a Blaze Premium subscriber and watch the show anytime, anywhere, live or on demand. Go to theblaze.com slash subscribe and start watching today.